We're learning the second Sikhe of Parshas Vayakal and Chelik Tezayin on page 434. The Sikhe here is a Siyam on Mesechta Chagige connected to this week's Parsha. And the Siyam is also a continuation of a Siyam that we learned earlier in Parshas Truma, the fourth Sikhe, which the Rebbe said at the same Fabrengen, Chafav Tavshin Lamedalef. It's divided here in two Chalokim. In Truma, in this fourth Sikhe, was the Nigladige part of, the, of this uh, Sikha. And here is the continuation that the Rebbe said on the Hemshech of the Gemara, which is more focused on the Inyanim of Chesidus that the Rebbe explained in this Gemara. And the Rebbe will explain also in the Sikha some very fundamental points regarding a person's Aveda in this world, learning Teira and fulfilling mitzvahs, and how they are both creating the Dira B'Tachtainim in this world. A very fundamental Sikha discussing a lot of very important Inyanim. So let's begin. So on the Pasik that Bitzalel built the Oren, so the Medrash tells us, When the Ebishter came to Moshe and he told him to build a Mishkan, So he came and gave over the message to Bitzalel to build a Mishkan. So Amaloi, Bitzalel said to Moshe Rabbeinu, What is this Mishkan that we're building here for? What's its purpose? Amaloi, so Moshe Rabbeinu answered him, that the the will dwell in the Mishkan. And also, the Ebishter will teach the Yidin Teire here. So Betzalel says to Meshach Rabbeinu, Where in the Mishkan will the Teire be placed? Meshach Rabbeinu answers him, When we will build the Mishkan, We will also build the Arayin, and in the Arayin we will place the Teire. Amalei, so Betzal says to Meishe Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu Meishe, my teacher Meishe, ain't kveidish al teira bekach. This is not the honor of teira to build first the Mishkan and then later to build the Arayin to place the teira into the Arayin. Ella rather, on the Oisin Arayin, first we should build the Arayin, va'acha kacha Mishkan, and only afterwards the Mishkan, for the honor of the teira, to build the Arayin first to place the teira in there. Fichach, because this is what Betzalel asked for, Zacha al Shmai, he merited that the building of the Arain was on his name, Shanema Vayas Betzalel That Betzalel is the one that built the Arain. So this is the Medrash. So the Rebbe says, from the Medrash is Mashmam, from this Medrash it's clear, or it seems, as the Teichen Inyan HaArain is a Bazundizach von Ashras Ashchine Bemishkan, that what the Arain represents, a place for the Teire, is separate from the Mishkan in general. That is the, which is the Ashra Sashchine, that's in general the Mishkan. And Azai is Mashmal Achayre from another Medrash. And so it seems also from a different Medrash, which where, there, where it says, As Nacht and Bayin the Mishkan, after the Mishkan was built, says, You created a place, you built a place as a lodging for myself. Now, build a place that the Teire should also be there together with me to build the Arim for the Teire. So you see here that there is the place where the Shechinah dwells in the Mishkan, and there is a separate thing, which is the Arim, where the Teire is. So the question here is on this. Hey, Nemes, yes, it's true. As their Mokkama Teire is the Arim. The place where they put the Teire, the Luchais and the Teire was in the Arim. But the primary place where the Shechina dwelled and was is the Chaych in in Durech the Was also in and through the Aran itself. 
Only the Ramban is Mevayer, as the Ramban explains regarding the building of the Mishkan, as Iker HaChayfetz B'Mishkan, the main desire of Hashem is the dwelling in the Mishkan, as Mokim Menuchas HaShchene Shu'arim. So this, the, the main desire of Hashem is the place where He dwells, where the, the Shechina rests, which is in the Aram. If so, as Hain Vi Teltman is Fananda. So how does the Medrash divide these two? As Klal, as HaMishkan VaMikdash, Shisli Bashra, as HaShchina. That the Beis HaMikdash, or the Mishkan in general, is for the Shechina to dwell there. And the Aram is Mokim HaTayra. And the Aram specifically is the place of Tayra. The Aram is also the place where the Shechina dwells, in and through the Aram. So they, they come together in the same Kaili, the Aram. So we'll understand this by first prefacing the following point. The dwelling in the Mishkan, which is called the Mikdash as well, is ongezakt gevarin, k'moishanema, v'asuli Mikdash, v'shachanti b'saycham. Build me a Mikdash and I will dwell in them. Because it does not say the term b'saychai, it says b'saycham in them, a plural term. Learned Benav, from here we learn, that it's not only giving you the mitzvah, that the Ebeshu will dwell in the Mishkan, but also the fact that the Ebeshu dwells within every single Yid. So now the beer, from Ashra, Sashchina, and then Betoich, and then Niktash Aprati, from Yadin Yidin. So first we'll explain here the dwelling of the Shechina in the Toich inside. Every single yid in the Mikdash Aprati, every single yid, and the Rebbe will explain this Ba'ariches, connected to the Siyam of the Gemara and Chagige. And from there, we'll come back to understand how this applies to the Mishkan in general, and the two things that it says here in the Madrish that the Yevishta dwells in the Mishkan Bechlal, and the fact that the place of the Teire is specifically in the Yaren. <clears throat> so what does it say in the end of Masech Chagige? The Siyam from Masech Chagige is like the Gemara. The Gemara there says as follows. The the fire of Gehenim has no effect on them. And how do we know this? This is a Kavachaymer from a salamander. What's this salamander that we're speaking about here? This salamander, I'm not sure what this is today. I don't know if this is the salamander that the way it's called today, a salamander, but in the Lashon of the Gemara, this salamander is created from fire. After six months, a fire that burns a very long time, so this creature comes out of it. That's what Rashi there says, I believe. So this salamander has sach midoma. If a person takes the blood of the salamander and he applies it to his skin, no fire could affect him. So their entire body is fire. That the Teireh is compared to fire, and Atamat Chacham learns Teireh, so his entire body becomes like fire. Allah has come most definitely the fire of Gehenim will not affect him. So again, if the salamander that comes from fire and its blood, that when you apply it, does not get affected by fire, for sure Atamat Chacham, which is entire body, is fire. A similar thing Rishlokish said, The fire of the Gehenim does not affect even the sinners by Yidin. And we learned this with a Kavachaymer from the gold Mizbeach. Ma Mizbeach Azov, just like the gold Mizbeach in the Beis Amikdash, it has a plate of a gold, which is the thickness of a dinner, of a certain coin. So it has that thick plate on the Mizbeach. It's not so thick actually. 
So, so Kamishana, for many years, the fire is burning there and Eino Ershaletis by. The fire did not affect it. The gold still remained intact. By Shi Yisrael, so the sinners are amongst Yidin. Shemalei and Mitzvah's Kerimai, which are full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate that's full of its seeds. That even those that seem to be Paisha Yisrael and they're empty of mitzvahs, but nevertheless, even they are full of seeds of mitzvahs, like a rimoin, like a pomegranate. Allah has come most definitely that those mitzvahs protect them and the fire will not affect them. This is the Gemara, this is the conclusion of Mesech de Chagige. So the Rebbe says, Bepashtos, Lerentmen, so what's the simple pshare? As the Shaykhis from the Tzvei Memris is, the connection of these two statements from Rabbi Vahu and Rishlokish is, Behemshech zu di Sugyefriye. This is continuing to the Gemara earlier, was read wegen dem Tzipoi von dem Mizbechais. It speaks about the plate that the war on both the Mizbech inside, the Mizbech Azov, and the Mizbech Anachayshes. Wird abgebracht, er abgebracht, so in connection to this, the Gemara brings the memory von Eishlokish, the statement where Eishlokish says, as ein Eishl Gehenim Shaletas Bepaishi Yisrael, that the fire of Gehenim does not affect even the sinners in Israel. Kavachaymer Mizbeach Hazov. And it's learned from the gold Mizbeach, where the Gemara just spoke about before. Was the Adgashi is in them. The emphasis here is, was the Mizbeach is given Mitzupizov. This Mizbeach was plated with gold. That's what it spoke about in the Gemara before. So since it mentions about the plate on the Mizbeach, where it gebracht freer the memre von Abavau, was red, wegen dem, as ein Erschlaganem Shaletes in Talmud Chachem. So since Reish Lakish is saying something about the fact that we learn from the plate on the Mizbeach that it doesn't affect the Paishi Yisrael, so it also brings what Rabavau said, a similar thing about the fire of a Gehenim not affecting a Talmud Chachem. That's the simple pshat of this Gemara here. However, according to this, it's not understood as follows. Aleph, if so, first the Gemara should bring the statement of Rishlokish. He's learning out from the Mizbeach Hazav, which is what the Gemara spoke about before, the plate of the Mizbeach Hazav. And only afterwards, the Gemara could bring another statement in connection to this from Rabbi Vo regarding the fact that the fire does not affect the Tamatchachim. The statement of Rabbi Vo itself, he's learning from a salamandra, doesn't have a direct connection to the subject the Gemara was speaking about before. It was speaking about the Mizbechais, the plate and the Mizbeach. So that should come second. Only after it brings Rishlokish, which tells you that you learn out from the Mizbeach Hazav that we spoke about before. Bayes, another question here is Iker Asugye Vegn Yisrael. The main place where the Gemara discusses at length this subject of the sinners amongst Yidin in Shaykhis Sushlitis Gehenim, and it speaks about the Gehenim that they, uh, whether the Gehenim has an effect on them or not, or Ven Gehenim Bachlau, a whole Sugya regarding Gehenim in general, is a Mesech This is a Gemara Neirevin. And there, it's also quoted the statement of Rishlokish as Paishi Yisrael ein ben that the sinners in Yidin, the Gehenim, does not have an effect on them. So that's the main place where this is all discussed. So if that's the main sugya there. The Gemara there should have quoted the statement of Rabbavo as well. That the fire of Ganim does not affect them. That's the main place where the Gemara discusses this matter. 
Here it's only being brought as a side note in continuation to the fact that I happen to have mentioned about a Mizbeach, so therefore brings up the plate of a Mizbeach that we could learn regarding the fire that doesn't get affected. That the, that the fire, that is, does not affect the golden plate. And Bayes, another point is, Mesechta Eidevin is far Mesechta Chagige. Mesechta Eidevin comes before Mesechta Chagige. Chagige is the last Mesechta of Seyed Mayid. Mesechta Eidevin is much earlier on. So it should have been brought over there. Why does it, the mother wait to bring it until over here in Mesechta Chagige? Gimel, another question over here is, Das was Rishlokish Zokt. What is Rishlokish saying here? Kavochaymer, Mimizbeach, Azov. We learn out from the gold mizbeach dinner zav. It has a plate which is thick like a dinner of gold. And the fire did not affect it. Is from the from the This seems to be something that we're emphasizing, opposite point of what the gemara said before. What did it say earlier in the gemara? As later, Abanon, so before the gemara said regarding the plate on the mizbeach, as mivtol bottled sipuyan gabaye. That that plate of the Mizbeach is insignificant. And therefore the Gemara there is talking about the halacha of Tumah, whether the Mizbeach could get affected by any Tumah. And the Gemara there says that the plate that there is on the Mizbeach is completely bottled. And therefore the Mizbeach is not considered to be a gold Mizbeach. It's a, it's a wooden Mizbeach. That's what the Gemara says before. That sipif from Mizbeach and is bottled to the Mizbechais. The plate on the copper or gold Mizbeach is insignificant. It's bottled to the Mizbeach. On the far is the Mizbeach, nit Mekabal Tumah, so therefore it's not Mekabal Tumah, even though gold would be Mekabal Tumah, copper would be Mekabal Tumah, but because it's bottle, so therefore it's not Mekabal Tumah. That's what the Gemara said before. Not by my Mereshlakish, but over here, the statement of Rishlakish is Mudgish, over here, what is it emphasizing? The Shtarkeit, the, the, the strength, Hedera Bittal, the fact that it's not bottle, from the Mtsipizov Shalom Mizbeach, of this golden plate, which is that the fire does not affect it. That the, the, the plate held strong and it protected the Mizbeach, the Mizbeach biz, the Mizbeach biz as it, 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 it protected the Kali of the Mizbeach that no fire was able to affect it at all. So even though, yes, before the Gemara was talking about the plate on the Mizbeach, and now the Shlokish is learning also out something from the plate on the Mizbeach, but sort of in an opposite way. Before, we're trying to point out how insignificant the plate on the Mizbeach is. And here, we're pointing out how strong and firm this plate on the Mizbeach is. So, what's, uh, so why, how is this connected to what it says before? <clears throat> there are also other specific details which have to be explained in what the Gemara says here. And some of them are as follows. Aleph, number one, the Kavachaymer from Mizbeach Azov is the Gemara Zok Benegetz, a Paishi Yisrael. This Kavachaymer that the Gemara makes from the Mizbeach <coughs> regarding the sinners amongst Yidin is Doch Giltik, could be applied, even more so, regarding Tamid Chachamim as well, that the Torah protects them similar to the golden plate in the Mizbeach. Just like the gold does not allow any fire to burn the Mizbeach. So to the Tayre from Tamid Chachamim, lost Nitzu Tzuzei the Oishel Gehenim. It doesn't allow the fire of the Gehenim to affect them. So why can't we learn the Kavuchaimer of the Mizbeach Hazal for Tamid Chachamim as well? Aiba Filu, 
Say Havim Kiptan and Yanim built it Ritzuyim. Even if there's something negative that they did, Farbelech has Kum Toishal Gehenim. And therefore they deserve to be in the Gehenim, the fire of Gehenim should affect them. Lule is Chus If not for this Chus of Taira that's protecting them. Is doch nit verstandig. If so, the question is, Aleph number one, the ganze Memre wegen Tamidich Achamim. The whole statement that Rabbi Vau says about Tamidich Achamim is L'chayre Ibrik. It's all extra. You could learn it out from the same exact statement and even more so from this statement regarding Paisha Yisrael. If we're saying regarding people that do mitzvahs and they're Paisha Yisrael, that the mitzvahs are going to protect them, similar to the gold and the Mizbeach, how much more so at Tamut Chacham, for sure, he'll be protected through his Teire from the fire of the Gehenna. So why do we need a separate statement that we learn it out from a different source? There is another point here which is difficult to understand when the Gemara brings when the Gemara brings a special statement regarding the what we learn out that a Talmud Chacham is not affected by the fire of Gehenim Why do we need a different source, a different Kavachayim to learn it out from? Let's learn it out from the very same Kavachayim of the Mizbeach even if you want to divide Paishi Yisrael and Tamid HaChachamim, two separate statements, but why not learn it from the same source, from the plate on the Mizbech? The Kashi Vert Noch this question is even stronger. Salamandra is a Sheretz Tomei. This Salamander is a Sheretz, which is impure. Or the Rakopana Machaya, or it's a creature that's not, not, not toy. Tafavazom and Oplern and Aninyim, Benigayetz a Tamid HaChachamim. Why should we learn out this subject regarding a Tamid HaChachim from a Sheretz? From where, from, from where do we find to learn this out from? From all things in the world, from a Sharetz. B'Sha'as Mekendes Uplar, and from Mizbeach Chazah, was in Beis Mikdash. If you can learn this out from the golden Mizbeach that's in the Beis Mikdash, to compare from there to a Tamat Chacham, why are we learning this out from a Sharetz? Based on other question areas, Vibal, does the Talmid Chachamim, Um Paishi Yisrael. So the Gemara is talking both about Talmid Chachamim and about the sinners amongst Yidin. They're both in Gehenim for the Avedis that they've done. Nor that Rishul Gehenim is in Zainit Shailit. But the fire of Gehenim is not affecting them. But the Mereshton Fal, in the first case, was in a Tamidich Achamim, because the Tamidich Achamim that's protecting them. But in Tzveten, and in the second case, was in a Malay Mitzvah, because they're full of Mitzvahs that protects them. So then why are they being referred to in Ereshton Fal, nor Tamidich Achamim? Only in the first case do we refer to him as a Talmud Chacham, or in the Tzveten Falmnar, Paishi Yisrael. And in the second case, we refer to him only as Paishi Yisrael. The Tamidi Chachamim are also Paishi Yisrael, that's why they're in Gehenim. And the Paishi Yisrael are also people that are Makai Mitzvahs. So th- these are both terms that should be used for both of them. Why is it that the Talmud Chacham deserves to be called only a Talmud Chacham, and the Paishi Yisrael deserve to be called only Paishi Yisrael? to understand all of this. So to explain over here why we need two, the two Kavu and the difference between them, the connection to the Gemara before. So the Rebbe will give an introduction there and then bring us into understanding a deeper Pshat in this Gemara. The connection and the attachment of Rebbe Yita Hashem is is accomplished in two different things. Through learning Taira and through fulfilling mitzvahs. There's a very big difference in the type of connection that's formed through learning Taira or through the action of fulfilling a mitzvah. At the time when a Yid learns Taira, 
And the experience of learning is that you understand, you comprehend the concept in your intellect, in your seichel. What happens then is the person becomes unified with the taira that he learns. In the language of the expression that Al-Tarebbe says in Tanya, a wondrous unity that is nothing that compares to this, where the person becomes totally and completely unified from every side, from every corner, from every angle, completely one with Hashem. What this really means is that when you learn, and this becomes now your understanding and your opinion, so the person himself becomes an entity of Taita. The Taita becomes part and parcel of the person himself. Hashem came by mitzvahs, on the other hand, the kind of connection that you have when you do a mitzvah, chach. Although it's true that when you fulfill a mitzvah, so you become like a chariot that's subservient and bottled to the will of Hashem, fulfilling what Hashem wants of you. You don't become unified and identified by the mitzvah, like it is in the case of Taita. When you fulfill a mitzvah, so it's an action that you've done, but it doesn't become your opinion. It doesn't become something that now identifies you it's just an action that you did. So there's a tremendous connection there, a tremendous bittel to Hashem, but not yichud. You don't become unified and it doesn't identify your mitzis of who you are. This is the point of the difference between the two statements of what Rabbi Vo is focusing on and what Ishlokish is focusing on. Rabbi Vo is speaking about the advantage that there is by Yayid that learns Tayyid, that Hamidah Chachamim. So the expression that Rabbi Vo uses is when a Tamad Chacham learns Taira, his whole being, his whole body becomes fire. Meaning his entire being becomes Taira. A person that learns Taira, so the Taira enters into the person, you understand it, it's digested in you and becomes part of who you are. Taita becomes your entire entity. On the other hand, Ishlakish is focusing on the advantage of fulfilling mitzvahs, even by the sinners amongst Yidden. That they are full of mitzvahs like the seeds in a pomegranate. When a yid fulfills a mitzvah, it doesn't create this kind of unity. It doesn't identify your whole being when you fulfill the mitzvah. But nevertheless, but nevertheless, they're like a vessel that contains Malayan mitzvahs. They are full of these mitzvahs that they fulfill. And therefore, the fire of Gehenim will not affect them. So they're focusing on the two different things of Taira and mitzvahs, which have a very different kind of impact on the person that learns Taira, where you become completely identified and unified with the Taira that you learn, and the mitzvahs that a person fulfills, that he not contains and has all those mitzvahs in him, and he has this very special connection, and he's bottled to Hashem, he's a keli being bottled, but not that it identifies who he is. And this is also precisely this example of being full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate. Just like it is with a pomegranate. He's full of the seeds of the pomegranate. Each seed is a separate entity for itself. It's not part and parcel. It's not one piece with the whole fruit of the whole pomegranate. 
So similar also when it comes to the sinners of amongst Yidin that do mitzvahs, even though they fulfill mitzvahs. Is abinid gufan mitzvahs. The Gemara never says about a person that does mitzvahs that his very body, his very being becomes a mitzvah. Nor meleim mitzvahs kedimayin. They become full to contain in them many mitzvahs like the seeds that are inside of edimayin. There we see in this mashal the difference between mitzvahs and taita. Now v'yafa pikein so yet chach tamidei chachamim haben a mile of as gufan esh. So tamidei chachamim, according to what we are understanding now, are on a higher level. When they learn Taita, the Taita enters into their being and it identifies their very being. So if so, the question becomes, so once I know that even people that just do mitzvahs, the fire of Gehenna will not affect them, how much more so this should be true regarding a Talmud Chachim. I don't need a separate source for that. I, sh I should learn it out with a Kavu Chaymer. So the Rebbe says, no, Kemen it up learning, I cannot learn out as ein oyer shal Gehenim shal letes batalmide chachamim from Paish Yisrael. I can't learn out the fact that the fire of Gehenim does not affect the Talmud Chachamim from the fact that it does not affect those that do mitzvahs. But um, the reason is, when a Talmud Chacham fal durich in Advar Aveda, when a Talmud Chacham stumbles and he does an Aveda, is this mer chomer vidas vert getan from a Peish Yisrael. This is something which is which is worse than when a person that does not learn Taita and he sins and he falls through in an Aveda. This is the expression the Gemara says. When he does an Aveda and it's inadvertently or it's by mistake. So for him, his Avedas that are done B'Shegig are equivalent for, like for someone else that does the Aveda B'Mezit premeditated or intentionally. Because the Tamad Chachim is, has, is held up to a higher standard. Because he's a Tamad Chachim, he has more knowledge and he has to be more careful. So therefore the fact that a Tamad Chachim is sinning is something which is much more severe. So we can't learn from a person that's a, from the Paishi Yisrael, that does not learn Taita, he's just full of mitzvahs and the Gehenim does not affect him, not necessarily is that true regarding a Tamad Chachim which is held up to a higher standard. Now on the other hand as well, you can't learn out the Paishi Yisrael that the fire of Gehenim does not affect them from the fact that the fire does not affect the Tamad Chachim. But on Tamidah Chachamim is Gufanesh. A Tamad Chachim, when he learns Taita, that identifies his very being. That's why the fire of Gehenim does not affect him. Amailavos is Nita by Paishi Yisrael. This is an advantage that Paishi Yisrael, that fulfill many mitzvahs, don't have this Maila. So therefore, we need a separate source to explain that the Paishi Yisrael that are full of mitzvahs, the fire of Ganon does not affect them either. So this explains the two categories that Rabbavah was speaking about, Rish Lakish was speaking about, and they can't be learned out from one another, and that's why they're separately bringing sources for this idea that the fire of Gehenim does not affect the Talmud Chachem, and the fact that the fire of Gehenim does not affect the Paishi Yisrael that fulfill mitzvahs. According to this, we could also understand Why is it that the Gemara says the source for that the fire does not affect them? Where do we learn this from? We learn it from a salamandra that comes out of a fire. And where do we learn out the idea that are not affected from the fire of the Gehenim? From the Mizbeach Azov. Salamandra is tailed as Aish. As we said before, Salamandra is a creature that comes from fire. Bidugmas Tamid Chachamim. In this sense, it's just like a Tamid Chachim was called Gufanesh, which is also a being that now comes from fire and is a piece of fire. Zayim is Taira. Their entire being is all Taira. 
So with this Kalvachaymer, learning from specifically this creature, the salamandra that comes from fire, Rabavo is also coming to explain and answer the following question. We're speaking about a Talmud Chachem, his entire being, his entire body is fire. So the question is, if his entire being, his entire body is fire, so how is there an Aveda by a Talmud Chachem? And the question on the other hand is, if this is a person that it's possible for him to sin, was the far and therefore he's in Gehenim, he is Meglach as How could it be that the fire of Gehenim will not affect them and they remain being a, a whole entity of fire? So the question over here is, if he's a Talmud Chachim, there should be no Avedis. If there are a Vedas, so then he's not really a full Talmud Chachim, so then the fire of Gehenna should be able to affect them. If then, come to Kavachaymer from Salamandre, was told this Eishi. So the Gemara is bringing you the Kavachaymer from this creature that's born, that comes from fire, and you see over there a similar thing. The Gemara Zog, the Gemara tells us, Iker Tevilusa Benura, that when a person tables, so the Tefillah in this world is in water, in a mikveh. But really, the source of the concept of immersing and, and tiveling is in a fire. The Gemara there talks about the fact that the Eibishter Kaviyachal purifies himself and he tivels in a fire. That's the real concept of Tvila. As the Ikra Matayr from Tum is Eish Mevi Mayim. Fire purifies a person even more than water. And seemingly the question here is, So if fire is something that purifies from any impurity, and he removes the impurity, is the Kalshikan is homage so so definitely as from Aish can Kitumanitvarin. You would expect that from fire you can't have any impurity that should come out from the fire itself. Zatmanobit, but here we see as fun aish verta salamandra sharat tomia kopanamachaya. Nevertheless, from fire is created this creature, which is a sharat tomi, this salamander. So the fire itself is a source of tar, it's the main tefillah of a mikveh, and yet it's from here that comes this creature that's impure. That's on one hand. From the tzvete zayit, on the other hand, at the same time, is a sach midoma, fun der salamandra. You take the very blood of this salamandra itself, is ein oishel at this point. The fire has no effect upon you. That's the unique thing that you see over here regarding the fire and the creature of the fire, that's tome that comes out from the fire, that's a source of purity. So now this explains, from this we can understand, what it means by a Talmud Chachim that's found in the Gehenna. Is <clears throat> the fun move on Allah's Kama V'Kama. From this we understand even more so regarding a Talmud Chachim was called Gufanesh, a Talmud Chachim that learns Teireh and his entire being is all fire of Teireh. As Chach, the Kenzayin, the Metzies, his own Durch fallen in Chatoim. It is possible that even a Talmud Chachim where his entire being is Teireh, but nevertheless, he could fall through in an Aveda. Why? Even the greatest Talmud Chachim is in a body of flesh and blood and he's living in this world, which is a world which has Rishayim that are very strong in this world. So therefore it's possible that even a Talmud Chachim that's fire should do an Aveda. But yet, it doesn't change who they are, their identity remains a full being of fire. And therefore, the fire of Gehenim will not affect them. So this is the Kavachaymer that we're learning out from the Salamandra, that the Talmud Chacham, on one hand, he's totally pure, 
fully fire, but nevertheless, it is possible, mitzat his gov, that there should be a sin there. And nevertheless, even after he sins, it doesn't change his identity. He remains a piece of fire, and therefore the fire of Gehenna will not affect him. But on the other hand, by Paishi Yisrael, the sinners among Yidin is different. They are full of mitzvahs. So for them, we can't bring a Kavachaymer from the Salamander that comes from the fire, which is a creature of fire, but we bring a Kavachaymer from the Mizbeach Hazav, which is only plated with gold. Similar to the way it is by the Mizbeach. So the Mizbeach itself is not gold. The Mizbeach is seemingly only external. It's only a plate, which is really the emphasis of what the Gemara before discussing the Mizbeach focused on. It was saying over there that the Tzipui is insignificant. It's just a plate. And by a Yid that fulfills the mitzvah, it's the same. The mitzvah does not become his very being. The mitzvah is just a plate. He becomes encompassed by this mitzvah, and the mitzvah bashits him, the mitzvah protects him. He does not become unified. He doesn't, the mitzvah itself does not identify the very person himself, Vidas is by Taira, the way it is by Taira. So therefore, this is the source that all just like by a Mizbeach, the, the golden plate is only a plate on the Mizbeach, so too by a by the Paishi Yisrael as well, the mitzvahs that they fulfill is only an external plate. The connection is not does not identify the very being of the person like with Taira, and yet it protects him from the fire of the Gehenim, like it was with the Mizbeach. So this point there answers the question that the Rebbe asked before, that the emphasis of the Gemara before regarding the plate of the Mizbeach was how insignificant it is, how is that connected to Paisha Yisrael, where we're trying to say how strong the plate is, that the fire does not affect it. So the answer is, Adarab, this is the whole point, we're trying to say that although Paisha Yisrael, the plate of the mitzvah, the protection of the mitzvah does not identify their very being, just like in the case of the Mizbeach, that the plate does not identify the being of the Mizbeach, it's bottled to the Mizbeach, but nevertheless, the fire still didn't affect the plate. And the same thing by the Paishi Yisrael, the fire of Gehenim still does not affect them. Alpizez move on. This also answers the question that Tam was the Ashtim so Grufmen Tamidachachamim. The first category, the ones that learn Taira, we refer to them as Tamidachachamim. On them Tzveitin, the second category, we refer to them as Paishi Yisrael, the sinners of Israel, even though both deserve both. The Tamid Chachamim are also sinning, and the Paish Yisrael are also doing mitzvahs. The Baal by Tamid Chachamim is Gufanesh. Since Tamid Chachamim, when they learn Taira, their very being, their very body becomes one with the Taira, that they are fire. They can't be referred to as Paish Yisrael. That's not their identity. Their identity is Taira. They, they, they could be they sinned as well, but their very identity is Taira. Nachma, even more so, metarzinit mevazazai. You're not allowed to give a Talmud Chachim such a title and embarrass him. Durch mevazazai na Talmud Chachim is mevazat Taira. If you embarrass a Talmud Chachim, you're embarrassing the Taira itself. Vana mekanet optailin dem Talmud Chachim from Taira. A Talmud Chachim and Taira become one being. If you embarrass a Talmud Chachim, you're embarrassing the Taira itself. With the Gemara Zog, the Gemara tells us, Talmud Chachim Shesorach, a Talmud Chachim that sinned, Ein Mevazan Eisab Befehes, you're not allowed to embarrass him publicly because you're embarrassing the Taira itself. The Farzog, the Gemara, so therefore the Gemara says, Talmidei Chachamim, Ein Oyer Shal Gehenim Shal Letespen, that it's the Talmidei Chachamim, that's their name, and the fire of Gehenim does not affect them. And the is Memele Fashtandig, as is happened by Zepasir, Tinyan, and Biltirit Suyim, the very fact that they're in Gehenim, and we're speaking about the fact that Gehenim will not affect them, so you understand that they must have sinned. But the title that they have and deserve is Tamidei Chachamim. 
Because that's the title is his real being. And you can't embarrass him by giving him another name. By contrast, simple people that don't learn Taita, they do mitzvahs, but they don't learn Taita. Although they're full of mitzvahs like the seeds of a pomegranate. So then it is possible to embarrass them with the Avedas that they do. And by embarrassing them and giving them this title of Paisha Yisrael, you're not touching and embarrassing the mitzvahs that they contain. Varem zeir mitzvahs, zeir mitzvahs, that is, is niti mitzvahs. Their being, when you identify them and you call the person Paisha Yisrael, you're not affecting the mitzvahs, you're not uh, identifying and embarrassing the mitzvahs that is contained in their being. There's their being that, that you refer to as Paisha Yisrael, and then they contain those mitzvahs in them. So it's not as we said before, they are full of mitzvahs, but the, the mitzvahs is not their very identity. Their very identity may still be Paisha Yisrael, that they're sinners. On the contrary, the Gemara is Medaik from Paisha Yisrael. The Gemara is, is, is specific to refer to them as the sinners on and to embarrass them with this. Embarrassing them with the Avedis that they did is part of their atonement. Similar to something the Gemara says uh, regarding Chizkiah and his father was a big Rasha and when his father passed away, what did he do? He dragged the body, the bones of his father on a bed of, of ropes in a very embarrassing way. He dragged his father that way to be buried in order to embarrass him because he knew that it's for his benefit, to give him a kapara. So the same thing over here, referring to these Yidin, which have many mitzvahs, but referring to them as Paisha Yisrael is embarrassing them and providing them actually a kapara. So therefore this explains beautifully the difference between the title of Talmidei Chachamim and the title of Paisha Yisrael. So this is the conclusion of the explanation of the Gemara in Chagige, all the details, the two statements of Rabbi Vol regarding the Talmidei Chachamim and Ishlakish regarding the Paisha Yisrael. The Rebbe still did not explain the order of the Gemara, which will come later in the Sikha, but for most of the most part, this is the conclusion of the explanation of the Gemara in Chagige. Now we come back to the Mishkan and the two aspects of the Mishkan, which is the Shechina that dwells in the Mishkan and the Teire that dwells in the Oren. From Maimir Azal Anal, from the Maimir Azal that we quoted, that the Ebishter dwells not only in it, in the Mishkan, but also in every single Yid. It's understood as Pongtvi in the Mishkan Prati, Haprati. Just like in every single Yid, you have these two things, these two connections of Teireh and Mitzvahs. You have these two aspects also in the Beis HaMikdash or in the, in the Mishkan in general. So the explanation of this is, in the Mishkan from the Mishkan and Mikdash and in the days. Regarding the purpose of building the Mishkan or the Mikdash, there are two opinions about this. Das Ramban Kanal, the opinion of the Ramban, which was quoted in the beginning, as Ikera Chayfitz b'Mishkan, the main desire of Hashem in the Mishkan, who Mokayim Menuchas Hashchene Shua Aren. That's the place of the Aren where the Hashem dwells there in the Aren. Das Ramban, but the opinion of the Ramban is. As Dostas Leah is makriven by a karbonis. The main point of building the Mishkan is a place where you can come and bring the karbonis there. So seemingly an argument, what's the main point of the building of the Mishkan? However, we can say, as is that really both of these opinions are not arguing, they're focusing on different aspects of what the Mishkan was built for, and they're both true. 
In the Mishkanti Besaycham, in Mishkan, Zenadat Zvein Yanim. In the point of bringing the Shechina down to dwell in the Mishkan, there are two points here. Aleph, number one, in Mishkan Zalzayin Elokuz Begalui Boifim Pnimi. To have a revelation, and it should be fully permeated in the Mishkan, of a revelation of Hashem. The Seisen Anoifim Fun Yichud. And this, this Gilu in the Mishkan should be unified with the very entity of the Mishkan itself. That's one point. Beis, but then there's another point, the Ashras, Ashchina, Zalzayin, B'Tachtainim. To bring the Shechina down into the lowest elements of the world in this, over here, Tachtainim. By refining and elevating and bringing the lowest elements of the world, the physical of the world, like it is in general with all mitzvahs that you fulfill. Most of the mitzvahs are fulfilled through physical objects, the physical things in the world. So those are the two points in the Mishkan. So these are the two aspects that the Ramban speaks about. The Arayim, the Shechina that dwells in the Arayim, and the Karbanis and the Mishkan in general, which the Rambam focuses on, the Karbanis that are brought there. So Aleph, the first point, which is in Arayim, which is in Yenat Taira. The Arayim, which is the place where the Taira was, is given Elokos Begali. There you had a full revelation of the Shechina there revealed. Like the Gemara describes, the space, the Arim, with the space where it was on, did not take up any space. Right? The Gemara tells us in a few places that the, the, the space of the Kaidish uh, HaKadoshim was 20 by 20 Amis. And if you measured from each side of the Arim, you would see that there were 10 Amis on each side. But the Arim itself also took up space. The, the Arim itself was 2.5 Amis by 1.5 Amis. But how, how is it possible that if you measured from each side of the Aran, you had full 10 Amis? So what space did the Aran take up? So the Gemara tells us, The Aran did not take up any space. So this point is a reflection of the full revelation of the Shekhinah that was there. It was clear, you saw that the very place of where the physical Aran was, is, is Elikos, was total godliness. Only by Hashem is it impossible to say that there's any impossibilities for him. That's what this expression means. Nimnois means there are certain impossibilities. The example of this is, that's brought, this is, it comes from the Tshuva of Arashba. So the example he says there is, to say for, that a person could ride, and, and, and he's riding on a donkey, and at the same time he's standing in one place. Impossible. Either he's riding on a donkey or he's standing in one place. You could have a miracle where things happen supernaturally, but two opposites to take a place at the very same time, that's an impossibility. That's what nimnois means, impossibilities. But Hashem is nimna nimnois. There is nothing that's impossible, even impossibilities are also possible for Hashem. So over here, this concept of makim ha'ara is an expression of two opposites at the same time. Why is that? Because amasayim v'chetzi v'gaymen. On one hand, the arain had to take up space. If it doesn't have the specific space, the specific size of what the Aram was, so then it's not an Aram. It has to have that space to be the holy Aram. And but at the same time, when you measured from each side of the Aram, you saw full ten Amis and, and the Aram did not take up any space. So at the very same time, you must have the two opposites, the space that it requires for the Aram and the fact that it had no space. This is the special unity that the very unlimited entity of Hashem becomes 
part and parcel with the limitation of the shape and the existence of the Aran itself. They become both one and the same thing, two opposites together. That's a full yichud. That's the full union that takes place in this space where the Aran is. That's one aspect of the, the, the Beis HaMikdash. Beis, but then there's another point. The bringing of the Karbanas. Or in general, the whole Mishkan. They took the 13 or 15 different materials, physical materials, and they built of this a Mikdash for Hashem. What this accomplishes is, even if not with the full intense revelation, like it was in the Arayim, but here the point is to draw down and to bring the Mishkan into Tachtainim, into the lowest place. Similar to what mitzvahs in general accomplished, that you're refining and reaching the physical in the fulfillment of a mitzvah. Even though in the Karbanis and in, in, the, in the Mishkan in general, you had revelation of godliness in all of the Mishkan, not only in the Aaron, as as we know, Chazal tell us of the miracles that occurred in the Beish Mikdash. You had the fire on the Mizbeach that came down from heaven and so on. But it was not to the extent as the very entity, the very existence of the physical Mizbeach or all the other materials in the Mizbeach itself became godly, became unified to the point that it's that it did not take up any space. To that extent, the Giluy and the Yichud is not to that extent. So those are the two aspects of the revelation that there is in the in the Beis Hamikdash, what the Ramban is focusing on, the full revelation in the Arayim, and what the Rambam is focusing on, which is bringing the Shechina down to the lowest aspects of existence, the Tachtainim and all the materials and the Karbanis in the Beis Hamikdash. Alpizes move on. So according to this, we understand was the Medrashim Anal betchilas Asiche. The Madrashan that was quoted in the beginning of the Sikhe, Zanmachalek, Tsvishindem Arain, Undem Klalas Amishkan. Why? It, it separates between the Shchina and the Taira that's in the Arain and the Shchina that's in the Mishkan in general. Chach in Algemen, even though generally speaking, is Menuchas, Vashras, Ashchina Bimishkan, given in and Durak the Maran. Even though generally speaking, it's all one and the same thing. The Shchina that's in the Mishkan is in and through the Arain. Because in detail, you can divide it, it's two different aspects to the Shekhinah that dwells in the Beis HaMikdash, as we've just explained there. Aleph, the first point is, The Lashon Medrash says, this is a lodging, this is a place for Hashem Himself to dwell. This is bringing down the Shekhinah and the entire Mishkan, including all the materials and the physical aspect and the existence of the Mishkan. On Avedis Akarbanis Vachulu, including, as the Rambam says, the main point of the Mishkan is the Karbanis. So, this place, this place for Hashem to be, is Al Derech, the Rinina Mitzvah. This is similar to what Mitzvah Bachlal accomplished, since their Farbund, Zvishnelokos, Midvelt, connecting godliness to the lowest aspects of the existence of the world. A dwelling, a home for Hashem in the physical aspects of the world. That's one point of what was accomplished in the building of the Mishkan. Which is related to what we spoke about before regarding the Paisha Yisrael, that their main Maila is that they're fully contained, Malay and Mitzvahs Kirima, the focus of the Maila of the Mitzvahs. Then Beis, but then there's another point, Achsan Yele a place, a home for the Taira. 
The extent that the Shechina dwells in the Aren, which is to a much greater extent. Here you have a tremendous advantage that you have the union, the union between Hashem and the very space of the Mishkan here, in the Aren. The godliness is becomes completely unified with the Aren. And at the point that the space of the Aren itself took up no space. So this is similar to what we spoke about before regarding the effect that Teire has when a Tamad Chacham learns Teire. As Durch Teire Verd Gufanesh. When a Tamad Chacham learns Teire, it transforms and it permeates the entire being of the person that he becomes a piece of fire. The same thing over here, the entire Arayim became a piece of godliness that it's Einam and Amid, it took up no space. Now it goes a step deeper here now that in the month of this above mentioned difference, Tzvishim Teire in Mitzvahs, in Zer Pu'ule, in the Mikdash Prati, the effect that Teire and Mitzvahs has in the Mikdash Prati, every individual Yid, that says, in the Yidin, was learned Teire. On his Mekai Mitzvahs, regarding the Yid that learns Teire and fulfills Mitzvahs, on Azayich in Mikdash Aklali, and so also too in the general Mikdash, the, in the world, uh, the, the two aspects of the Mikdash Aklali, the source of this is all really in, in the Teireh and Mitzvahs itself, in their connection, in the connection of Teireh to its source, to the Ebeshter himself, and the connection of a Mitzvah to its source in godliness. If Teireh states, so regarding Teireh, the expression that it says in the Zayar and quoted in Tanya is, I rise Hashem and Teire are all one. This haste, Teire and Elokos is eins. Teire and, and godliness is one. Nit wie Azach, was is verbunden mit noch Azach. We're not talking about, the expression used here is not of two entities that are very strongly connected to one another. Nasischat, the expression used here is that it's simply one. This is ein metzies. The Teire is one with the source, with Hashem himself. This is Hashem's Chachme itself. One with Hashem himself. By contrast, when it comes to mitzvahs, was then in Ratzon Elyin, it's the will of Hashem, the Zayah refers to them as the limbs of the king. Just like the limbs of a body, even though the limbs, so the movement and the actions of the limbs are completely uh, uh, subservient to the soul that, that has the will and the desire that controls all the movements of the limbs of the body, but nevertheless, the highest that there is in the Eivarim and the movement that there is there is not one with the soul itself. There's the soul that has a desire and that desire sends a message to the limb and that controls the limb and immediately, instinctively, a person will make a movement with the limb. But nevertheless, it's two different entities. There's the Eiver and there's the Melech. There's the soul and then there's the life force from the soul that comes into the limb of the body. In Yina Mitzvah is an onzok to our mention. What's the Mitzvah? Those are the commands of Hashem to the people to fulfill. Need vi unlike Teire, Vazi is Faran, Echede the Mensch Lernense. Unlike Teire, Teire is Hashem's Chachme. Whether there are people that are going to learn this Chachme, people that are not going to learn this Chachme, it's Hashem's Chachme, it's His, it's one with Hashem Himself. Whereas a Mitzvah is Hashem commanding. People. In other words, it's a level in godliness, which is already to some extent an entity for itself, relating to people that Hashem is commanding them. So therefore, the bittul, the connection of the mitzvahs to their source, 
for Hashem Himself, where they, they, where they come from, is not to the same extent as the Yichod, as the union that there is of Taira and Hashem Himself, where it's one. This is Hashem's Chachma Himself. On the far, so that this is the, really the source which results also in the different level of connection of Taira Mitzvahs that it creates in the person. Shas Yidlar and Taira, when a Yid learns Taira, which is Chachmasi Yisbarach, Hashem's wisdom, was his aims metelikos, and the Taira is one with its source, with godliness. Payelt es Eich by Yidin, so this also affects a Yid in the same way. Dveikas v'yichud metayin elikos. That when a Yid learns Taira, this becomes his very being, this becomes his understanding, and he becomes completely one and unified with the Taira that he learns, which is one and unified with Hashem Himself. Haber, by contrast, b'shas ha-yid is mekayim ha-mitzvah, when a yid fulfills a mitzvah, untut dem ratzim v'tzivi fun dem ha-yibishten, and he's fulfilling Hashem's will and Hashem's command, but das is ha-tzivi in ha-bafeltzim yidin. So mitzvahs are not one with Hashem himself. It's batl to Hashem, it's a command of Hashem, but it's not one with Hashem. So poil to us a bit to live dimensions. So the effect on the yid is also the same. That when a yid follows and fulfills a mitzvah, so then this brings about in a person the impact is a bit that he's subservient, that he annuls himself to Hashem. A person annuls himself and fulfills the will of Hashem. But when a yid fulfills a mitzvah, he does not become one and unified that this becomes his very entity in the mitzvah that he fulfills. So this is a deeper explanation in the difference between the effect of teira and mitzvahs on the person, where the source of this is. According to this, we'll understand much clearer and much deeper. That when it comes to the Vishakhanti Bisaicham and the, the, the fact that the Vishakhanti Bisaicham creates a Dirabitahtainim, so this requires two different aspects. It requires a fulfillment of mitzvahs, and it also requires the learning of Taira. These are both very, very integral to fulfilling the full Dirabitahtainim. So Hashem's desire to create a dwelling in this world, in the lowest aspect of this world, is doch. So it includes two things here. Is as atzmusi is barach, the very essence of Hashem, zol sheirezayin dolamata should dwell here below by lemhaza atachtun sheim tachtun lamata mimenu in the very lowest elements of existence in this world. So therefore we have over here two different elements to this, there are two different points. You have to have something to draw down the very essence of Hashem. But then you also have to have something that will reach very low, come down to the lowest elements of the world. So you have to have both ends, both extremes. You have to have something that can reach and connect to the very essence of Hashem Himself. And yet, at the same time, bring it down to the very lowest elements in the world here below. This is the difference between what's accomplished by learning Taira and fulfilling mitzvahs. Both of them are integral for creating the Dira Loyes Barach B'Tachtainim. Taira, so when it comes to learning Taira. Since Hashem and His Taira is all one. 
is al yada hamshachas atzmusay. So when a person learns taita, so here he draws down the very essence of Hashem because the taita is one with Hashem. As piled up in it, however, but what's still missing here in the learning of taita, it does not affect as atzmusi is baras al nimshach v'adam b'tachtainim that the learning of taita should bring Hashem down all the way to the lowest elements of the world. Because even after the Taita descends here below, the Taita that we learn in this world and talks about and deals with all the situations and physical things of this world, is But the Taita itself is not directly enclosed and you don't engage with the physical itself when you learn the Taita. So yes, when you learn Taita, you're drawing down the Chachma and the essence of Hashem himself in Taita, but it doesn't reach to the Gashmis of the world. Takagin mitzvahs, by contrast, when a person fulfills mitzvahs, here you, you reach and you, you also bring the other aspect of the Tachtainim. For and the Malke, they are the limbs of the king. When this descends here below, they come down and apply and are fulfilled in the physical world. On the contrary, Thus is called Inyana mitzvahs. This is the whole point of mitzvahs. Nemin, Dvarim, Tachtainim, Gashmim. To take the lowest physical objects of the world, and to bring about in them a refinement and a purification through the mitzvah. So through a mitzvah, what you accomplish is that the essence of Hashem that you brought into this world through Teireh, it should come down and reach and dwell even in the lowest aspects of the world. That's why you have to have both Teira and Mitzvahs for the creation of Adira Loyiz Barach through Teira and B'Tachtainim through Mitzvahs. According to this, it's also understood the Hemshech and the Shaiches from the Beit Memris was Ein Ershel Gehenim Shelatas B'Tamidich Achamim Um B'Peishi Yisrael to the Sugya. Now, going back to the Gemara and Chagige, where it brings both statements regarding the Talmud Chachim, the mile of learning Teira, that the fire of Ganem doesn't affect them. And then the Paishi Yisrael, and the fact that since they do mitzvahs, the fire doesn't affect them, and the connection to the Gemara before, why are both of these statements brought specifically here in Mesech Chagige, or not in Mesech And it's not quoted in Mesech their teichem from beidem memrises is the content, the point of both of these statements is as medarsech misboinin zayin beprati advarim that you should pay attention to the details of what a person is accomplishing on demol zetmen and then you'll see as byidin side tamidichachamim on side peishi yisrael that whether you're dealing with tamidichachamim that are sinning or peishi yisrael that are, are sinning then in the avedis shebehem through the avedis that they've done not atzipui on adavetafal aleim it's only a cover a plate that's secondary that's outside it's external on the ikish the primary being of who they are is tayv ukedusha is goodness and holiness that's the main point that the gemara here is saying that you may see a person that's sinning and you may say oh this is who he really is and this is therefore the gehenim will will affect him but it doesn't because that's not really the real being of the person. This is following what the Gemara discusses before, regarding the Mizbuchais that's in the base of Mikdash, as a canon at Mevatozain came Tumah, 
that they cannot, sorry again, they cannot be They are not susceptible to becoming Tomei, because if you look at really what the entity of the Mizbeach is, so you look at the Mizbeach, if you just look at the Mizbeach, what do you see? You see gold, you see copper. Those are metals that are susceptible to Tomei. But if you pay attention, you'll see that the gold or the copper is only a plate. It's not really the true being of the Mizbeach. And therefore you'll see that this plate is not the main thing and it's really annulled, it's bottled to the Mizbech itself and the Mizbech itself is made up of, of, of eights or it's Adam as the Gemara there says that it's considered to be part of the Adam and therefore does not become Tomei according to the opinion of Rabbi Yezer. This is, I mean, the Rebbe explained all of this, these, these two paragraphs here in the Sikha that we learned in Trum Dalit before over here in the Sefer. So now the point is, since by bringing down the Shechina and the Mishkan, you have both of these aspects. The Taira, which brings down the essence of Hashem, and the Mitzvah, which brings down Hashem into the lowest aspects, into the Tachtainim of the world. So continuing from the Gemara before, which is talking about the Beis HaMikdash in general, and the Mizbeach and the Beis HaMikdash. So continuing to this, the Gemara brings down by the Mikdash HaPrati Misral regarding the individual Beis HaMikdash in every single Yid, as Oich Mikdash Zeh, that also in the Mikdash of every single Yid, Zenenda Dibede Inyanim from Teireh and Mitzvahs. You have both of these aspects of Teireh and Mitzvahs, because das is der Iker von Yedr von Zeh. And this is the main being of who Yid is, by Tamid HaChachamim and by Peshi Yisrael, whether he's a Tamid HaChacham or Peshi Yisrael. And thus, can it battle with an idea of Eris? And the Teira Yid learns, or the, the mitzvahs that Yid fulfills, cannot become bottled through the Averis that will happen. Which is only an external cover on the real being of who they are. So it's Tafka over here in the Sugi of Chagige, where it talks about the Beis Mikdosh that it brings both of these integral aspects of the Ashra, Sashchina, of Teira and Mitzvahs. Whereas in the Gemara in, in Eidavin, where it's the Sugi talking about Gehenim, so there it's not important to bring both details that are integral to the Ashra, Sashchina, of Teira and Mitzvahs. With this we can also understand the Seder, the order of how this is quoted. One of the questions that Rebbe asked in the beginning was that it would seem more appropriate to bring Rish Lakish first, which is discussing the Kavachaymer from the Mizbeach. Why does the Gemara bring first the Kavachaymer that Rabbi brings, which is learned from the Salamandra of the fire? First, the Gemara quotes the Kavachaymer regarding Tamid Chachamim on Erzdenach vegan Paishi Yisrael, and only afterwards regarding Paishi Yisrael that fulfill mitzvahs. Hagam as in the Gemara Vertemon Mizbeach Azov Erzd by the Tzveit Memre Benegay Paishi Yisrael, even though the Mizbeach Azov is only brought up in the second statement, and that's seemingly the connection to before. Falazai is the say the Bakhlal because these two integral aspects in a person's Aveda and bringing and making the Dira Bitahtainim in the world. So this is the order of how it has to be done. Limud, Medilide Maisa. First is learning Taira, and the learning of Taira then leads to action. And also regarding bringing down the Shechina, whether in the general base of Mikdash or in the individual base of Mikdash in every single year, this is the order. First, the Yid learns Taira, and Taira is one with Hashem Himself. You draw down the very essence of Hashem Himself, 
And then you continue with the fulfillment of mitzvahs, and you draw down the essence of the Eivishter in the lowest aspects of the world, which follows afterwards, through the mitzvahs that a person fulfills in the world. This Sikhe, the Rebbe said, as you see, it was said in Chof Menachem Of, Tavshin Lamed Aleph, it was that year, when starting from Chamishasa B'Shvat, Tavshin Lamed Aleph, the Rebbe began speaking very strongly about conquering the whole world with Limud And the entire year, the Rebbe spoke about the Maila of Limud So this Sikhe is also going with the same theme that the Lvo and Chassidus always tells us how the mitzvahs is the main thing that makes the Didavitachtainim, that reaches the lowest aspects of the world, but nevertheless, the Limudatayra is also a very, very important ingredient to make the Didavitachtainim, because the point of the Didavitachtainim is to reach the very essence of Hashem, which is Dafka through Limudatayra, and only with the combination of the two, of Limudatayra and Kiyama Mitzvahs, and in the proper order of Limud Mevelidei Maiseh, are you able to fulfill and make the Dira B'tachtainim? And there's also a very important Ta'ara, Ta'ara 57, where the Rebbe talks about the fact that Dafke Teire is what reaches to Atmos, even though in many other places it says that it's Dafke through mitzvahs, you can take a look in Ta'ara 57.